When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, USF 2000 finishes their last practice of the morning, joined by Matty Brabham and Hunter McElroy, both racing for uh, Andretti, or both testing for Andretti this weekend. So, guys, how's the uh, test been so far as we're halfway through day two? Yeah, really good. Um, my first taste of, uh, I guess you could say, like, a really proper race car. I mean, um, the USF and Indy Pro are great, for sure. But these things like a whole nother level of power and just everything, you know. So I did my first two sessions yesterday. I uh, ended up P2, which I was kind of, I didn't have any expectations. I just wanted to get comfortable. So that was really good. And then that was a pretty good session then. We didn't put tires on. Um, we just were working on a few little things. Just didn't do a koi run and we were still okay. So just a lot of learning really. I mean, I'm not too worried about um, where I'm at or anything like that. I'm just enjoying the learning process and like pace has been surprising how quick I kind of adapted, to be honest. So just learning a lot, happy to be with a team like this. It's like a little bit of a dream come true just to test with them. So um, yeah, hopefully I can put something together next year. I'd love to be with them because the team is just really, really good. So I'm loving it. Yeah. How is, uh, for you, how's it been this weekend, especially considering you haven't been in a lights car in a, a few years? So what's it been like getting back in, in the, the lights car and, and running around this track uh, four or five hours already? Yeah, I know. I feel, I feel old coming back. It's, it's a little... Hey, hey, it's, relax. Yeah, I know. It's weird for me to say that. It is the best. That tweet, that dude did. Yeah. So I just, I just feel weird. I mean, I, I just got to... It was a surprise to me. Like, I thought I'd be a little bit more comfortable than I was. And I got out there in the first session, and I was like, oh, wow, this is... This is not how I remember it, and uh, it took me a long time, longer than I thought to get up to speed. But then in the second session, I, I mean, I still don't feel comfortable, and the time's just starting to come to me, so that's always a good sign, and I'm having fun. I'm having so much fun. It's so good to be back with Andretti and all these guys, and uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to test with them this weekend. So, yeah, I'm just blowing off the cobwebs, getting the rust off, and I'm sure I'll be fine. I just got to get up to speed. How does the current lights car compare other than the halo to the lights car from sorry 2015 yeah it's it's completely different i mean to what i remember and i 
I just think because I've been driving so many different wild things over the last five or six years that it was uh, even more of a shock to me than I thought it was gonna, going to be because it just has so much downforce and then the turbos with the power and the wheel spin. It's, uh, it's definitely not easy to drive and you have to take some time to build up the speed. I mean, you can't just go out there and set the world on fire. So, yeah, no, I'm just getting, getting slowly used to it and getting back in the rhythm. So, Hunter, I know Rob Howden says this all the time, but going from Indy Pro to Indy Lights is a bigger jump than Indy Lights to Indy Car. So, when you came into the weekend versus, you know, a handful of tests now, has it been as big of a jump as you thought? I was, I was like thinking about it like every night, like wondering, like I wonder what it's gonna be like, like watching like on board, and I was probably like over, like thinking what it was gonna be like, and it was fast. I mean, like it was like crazy fast, like I expected, but uh, I was just kind of surprised how quick. Like five laps in, I was just kind of driving by seat of my pants, and it was just happening. I don't know. I was along for the ride, so it was just it was nice to feel like. Yeah, this thing's way faster and way bigger, and you know you you can drive it way more on the edge than any other car I've driven. Like you can be a lot more sideways, which is cool. Um, but for sure, you know it was a like from from USF to Indy Pro, um, it was a jump. But from this, from the Indy Pro to this, is much bigger. It's probably twice as much, just because there's so much more power, and you know the braking is so much more, and just everything is more. You know, so. Um, no, I really, really enjoying it, and uh, yeah, I uh, just lots of learning. Have you gotten to uh, pick Matt's brain here about either the track or you know Indy Lights experience from you know 15 years ago when he was in Indy Lights or <laughs> anything like that? Yeah, no, I've been looking at his onboard. It's like black and white still. Nah, um, <laughs> nah, it's it's uh, it's been cool. I mean, oh, yeah. I remember when uh, I think he did the 500 in like, what year did you do the 500? 16. So like, I, I remember watching that when he was in it and it's just cool that, you know, he's obviously had a lot more experience than me, but just to have all these different levels of experience and um, obviously Stingray has had a year in lights, you know, Rasson is in a similar boat to me, um, but just, it's nice to have all these kind of resources to use and um, it's just cool, man. I'm liking it and it's, it's just, it's so much info, like overload. Just you know, asking him questions, and not only just Matt, but like the whole team. It's pretty open, I would say, with the debriefs and stuff. So, yeah, it's been good. But haven't picked his brain too hard, I would say. Before before I turn it over to Shannon, I do have to let these guys know. Every week I get made fun of for being old. So I had like it. It feels nice to like you know tease somebody else about it for once, even though he's still 15 years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, neither of you have driven the cars with the halos, right? How? What's that kind of experience like? I don't recognize it. Any like sitting and driving, like the little fins on the Indy Pro and USF, it's the same vision. It's just getting in and out is different. Right. Like like you, that's the only thing for me. But I'm already kind of used to it. Like it's you kind of just after a day you get used to the halo. But vision wise or anything like. For me, anyway, I haven't even noticed the difference. Just yeah, get it now. I didn't even know. If you told me there was a halo, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice it. Because we used to having stuff in the middle anyway with the yeah. radios. So, yeah. I mean, you, it doesn't block any vision, so I didn't even know. It was there. Like, uh, yeah, you just as you, as you get in. Out, by the way, you can't get out the way I used to. Yeah. <laughs> Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age... 
You're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-back training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. It's like the only difference. I'm used to like putting my hands on the side of the tub and then now it's like you're pulling yourself out and then I got long arms, so it's pretty funny. Like, six foot three. I don't mind it. Like, it's all right. Like, it's, it's like double the height of either me. of us, <laughs> especially you. But it's, it's fine. It's fine, really. I mean, I think, you know, obviously, a lot of divided opinions on it. But at the, at the end of the day, it's safer. And I mean, I'd rather we're be safer than not. We're Australians. We like flip flops, right? Yeah, we love it. So <laughs> it's actually been nice having a teammate from the same part of the world yeah. and uh, my engineer is actually Australian so okay. even though I race on the Kiwi flag I probably sound more like an Australian so it's nice to speak the native tongue a little bit I have to say that's been nice too makes you feel a little more comfortable when you're yeah. going through stuff I mean I just it's just funny because like we all say something and know exactly what we mean and the rest of the, the rest of the transporters <laughs> like has no idea so that's pretty funny jokes in Australia? Is oh, that yeah. what's happening? Yeah. But, but it's not even inside joke. It's just like a joke that's really common at home and everyone's like has no idea. What's a, what's a common Australian joke that is that, that can be said on a podcast? Yeah, none. <laughs> none. <laughs> none. Hey, none. I also time. don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. So. None. Are, I mean, there's probably a few, but the funny ones off the top of the he- my head. I don't know if Matt has anything, but <laughs> there's nothing really podcast appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm not podcast appropriate either. It's fine. (laughs) That's what... That's... I have to do a lot more editing since Shannon started. Yeah. So, Matt, you've raced Super Truck. You've you've done a a ton of stuff over the last handful of years. You're back in lights. How did... How did this come together? And do you hope to run the full season next year? Are you just using this as a springboard to see where it leads? Yeah, just kind of using it as a springboard to see where it leads. I mean, I've just been out for so long, I just had no idea where I'd be at. And uh, I just think... It's just, yeah, definitely it was eye-opening because I think a lot of the guys that are obviously jumping in have been racing uh, open-wheel cars, you know, all year, and I've just kind of been doing these one-offs all the time. So that's the goal is to try and get back and just work full-time 
at trying to get better and I think that would just help me like on the driving side as well as like just being part of a team again that's professional and all working towards the same goal so yeah that's obviously what I'm working on and um, it's an honor to be driving for Andretti at the at the Speedway this weekend. So yeah, super happy about that. And then just we'll see what see what happens, see where it goes. So I have to ask the super trucks question. When <laughs> when we see super trucks, we see guys like getting out of the car, chugging beers, getting back in the car, finishing their lap. Guys throwing helmets at each other. Uh, by the way, Bo is a fantastic man. He's come on the show a few times since then. So what? What is that like? Like from from a driver's point of view, how wild is that? Yeah, and then go to Supercharged. Yeah, it's a lot different this weekend, I can tell you that, yeah. Oh, it's completely different. It's just a different atmosphere, different way of going about things. And, and you know, those those trucks, uh, it's like an art form. And once you, once you have it, like, you don't, like, I don't go back and do the engineering debriefs, you know, it's like, it's like what we're doing with the Andretti, Andretti guys here this weekend. And they're, they're pretty forgiving, too, and suspension soft, and it's just like a whole different atmosphere. And the races are shorter and... Uh, but yeah, if I was gonna like describe it, it's like a bunch of guys going rental car racing and bumping into each other with with no rules. So that's what it looks like. It's yeah, good. the racecraft. Yeah. Learn a lot of racecraft from from driving those trucks, but uh, everything else, yeah, is is brand new to me. Like it's almost like I've been doing that for too long, so now I gotta readjust it, all the stuff I'm doing this weekend. Really, give me the hand, jump out on yeah. the track. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna see. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna see Hunter make a, a Super Trucks appearance one day. Is that on your probably like kind of wish list for fun? It depends. I mean, right now, probably not. Yeah. Maybe if I'm, you know, got nothing going on, yeah. and that's my only option, then yeah. But right now, driving this car, hopefully, working on putting something together for next year, yeah. probably not. I would say, but you never say never, right? So it does look fun. I will say that. Yeah. Like every time it's on, I will watch. Like I've seen oh, yeah. this guy like like in the back of guys just and then him getting moved out of the way and it's just rubbing racing like it looks the racecraft side of it actually looks really good like you can rub on people and um that doesn't change it's just the way you're doing it and what you're driving is obviously a whole new new uh what do you call it different world so um you know i guess never say never but most likely no. Not this year. Yeah. <laughs> and for those listening, you have to see it at the track. On TV is okay, but at the track, it's just a whole different ball that's game. Insane. Did you race them on goalposts? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the big end, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nose, nose plan. I've watched them at, in Australia and America. Like the same trucks, the same dudes. Like when I was back racing Formula Ford in Australia, and the biggest crowds is super trucks. Yeah. Like the supercars and that have some, but the crowds like super trucks like the, the fences are packed like because wow. the jumps and stuff yeah so the, the fans love it we're definitely the crowd favorite for sure yeah, the fans definitely it's entertaining love it. yeah. i mean nothing else you know racing or whatnot the, just the entire thing is entertaining right, so we have to end with a really important question here do you want to see jumps on the nashville bridge next year if I'm racing super trucks, sure. <laughs> Not, Not on Indy cars yeah. or Indy lights. We've already. I think there's big enough jumps for the Indy cars as it is, with the bumps there in Nashville. We're not so. pulling an Ericsson, right? Yeah, no. no. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate the time and uh, best of luck the rest of the weekend. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Hey there. My name is Michael Laminato, and this is Pit Pass F1, 
a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.